0: Welcome to the Esports Coaching Essentials podcast, where we share stories and strategies to help level up your career and business. Powered by coachify.gg, providing all of the tools you need to run your esports coaching business. Track your students, inspire them to succeed, and turn your passion into profit. Sign up for free today. Today, I'm interviewing Coach Leo, a League of Legends coach who's been giving lessons since 30 days ago. That's right. We're changing things up a bit and interviewing someone at the very beginning of their coaching career. However, Coach Leo has had a very interesting start. After posting on Reddit about giving out free coaching sessions, he received over 250 individual requests for coaching. And now, after doing about 80 sessions for free, he's starting to charge money for his coaching. Leo, thanks for joining us today.
1: Hey, thank you for having me, man. Really glad to be here. Awesome.
0: Yeah. So generally I interview established coaches, but your story has been so fascinating to me that I wanted to bring you in here, even though you've only been, you know, quote unquote coaching for 30 days. And so let's just kind of start off with, you know, why did you decide to put that post up on Reddit offering free coaching?
1: Well, the original reason was I wanted to give it a try. Uh, I really enjoy teaching people and just having those one-on-one conversations where, you have a back and forth and you yeah can really teach someone and share your experiences. That's something that I always liked. And I'm not really a big Reddit user, but by chance or fate or whatever you want to believe, I just saw a post by another user offering free coaching. And then is when, you know, the light bulb kind of went off and you just, wow why don't i just do that you know and expected to get a few requests see how it goes kind of you know dip my toes in the water of uh, coaching in league and yeah then uh, like i said in the intro <laughs> all of a sudden 250 requests in less than two days so that's how it went
0: nice is there something you think you did differently or you know some sort of little hook that uh brought people in more
1: uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I just uh, kind of explained that, yeah, I enjoy teaching people and uh, I put my OPGG so that they knew my rank, which at the time was must about 100 LP. But I think what, yeah, maybe really made a difference is that the title of the post was very simple. It was free coaching. That's it. Uh, and I think that, <laughs> that is, you know, those few words really catch people's eyes and who doesn't like free stuff. So I think there that uh, that would be it.
0: Fantastic. Well, why don't you give us a little background? How would you start gaming?
1: Um, Pretty much at the start of my life. uh, (laughs) As soon as I had a computer, which was fairly soon, I think, maybe six or seven, I was playing all sorts of different games. Uh, Started with like the pre-installed games, like uh, the the little pinball game, you know, that uh, you control with the arrows and then the little ball goes up and down. Um, And then I think I got into Minecraft when I was very young as well. Mm. And yeah, pretty much from then on, it was just... uh, Life with computers, you know, I would say pretty common for everyone. And I started with League in 2011, 2012. And from then it was kind of a love-hate relationship. Uh, (laughs) Play for like six months, take a break for a couple of months, then come back, then play again, then stop, then, you know. So it was kind of like that. But uh, I would say I started like most people start, you know, just uh, a hobby, a childhood and it kind of grows as you grow and becomes a, a part of your life.
0: Fantastic. So you don't have a lot of coaching in League of Legends background, but from talking with you before, it definitely sounds like you have coaching people in general experience and that kind of stems from your job at work. So if you don't mind, why don't you give us a little background about kind of how your professional life, you know, really sets you up to, you know, be able to move into coaching esports, you know, with uh, not too much trouble.
1: Sure. Uh so I started my my career, let's say, my my real job as a customer service agent. So just replying to people's emails, uh, answering questions uh, from then on, I kind of grew a little bit into a more management position and giving feedback to people, having weekly one on ones with people. And eventually I got a different job leading my whole team. And eventually that job led me to being head of the department. And with all of those transitions, uh, one thing that remained constant was the the recurring feedback loop that I needed to give my team, they, they're always improving, they're always trying to improve things and not only on a professional level, so trying to make the department itself better, but a lot of times it also involved helping the, the agents themselves grow into the company or maybe pursue a, um, a career path that they really enjoyed. Um, and I've always liked that. It, it's always been, like I said, a recurring theme in my, in my professional life. And it's always been something that I really enjoyed. You know, the weekly one-on-ones has always been fun and I feel like we always managed to connect and and really have not just a, a professional relationship, but just talk about everything. And that's, uh, yeah, it's always been something that I think came very natural to me and always really enjoyed.
0: Awesome. So what would you say your style of coaching is, you know, independently of League of Legends, you know, what's, what's kind of your personal style?
1: Uh, i would say is a personal approach. I try to have fun with the person. I try to establish some sort of uh, personal collect connection, you know, not really, oh, we're going to be best friends or something, but, uh, you know, just have a good time together because I think that, uh, yeah, people learn better that way. If we're talking specifically about league, then I would say, Is the opposite of piloting someone so you have those coaches that are like oh click here move your camera there word right here press this button i really dislike that i i don't think that's a good way to to teach someone. So my approach is pretty much the opposite. I like to mostly sit back and watch and get a an idea of their play style, give some pointers here and there if I think that they need it. But um, my, my main idea of giving the feedback comes after the game. We hop into the replay and we really explore the decisions that the, the student, let's say, made, why they made it, and what are the ramifications. So we really go in depth into, okay, you did this and this is what happened but if you did this instead it could have happened this way this way this way and i think that uh, it's been working out great so far if i had to summarize my coaching style into into words sorry it would be generalizable and scalable. So you can apply to as many games as possible and you can scale it to higher elo. I don't want to give someone uh, like cheesy strats that you Mm. can apply to bronze, right? I want to tell them, hey, this is what I've seen better players do. And if you play this way, it's going to succeed
0: as you climb in elo. So i would say it's something like that. Very nice. Yeah, definitely a little harder maybe than just getting uh, some cheese strat, but it'll give you much better results longer term. That's for sure. I also really like, you know, kind of building that trust, that initial relationship with the student. Like I Mm -hmm. assume, you know, it really kind of pays dividends, especially if you're going for this more general, like, you know, build the foundation, you know, strategies that apply, you know, across the board and maybe even, you know, across games. So I really like that Glad to hear. Me too. So when you did your post, mm-hmm. you know, you started off with free coaching. Yeah. But now you're actually starting to charge. How did you, you know, kind of hit that break point, you know, so long ago, a couple of days?
1: <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh it was a bit of a mix of realizing that I could not be spending so much time on something that was not rewarding me financially because like i mentioned i I do have a job that i i will get back to and time is going to become a bit more of uh, something that i need to pay attention to and it also actually it was a lot of feedback from the students themselves Um, a lot of times a lot a lot of times it was hey man how come you're doing this for free i feel like i really learned a lot why why are you not you know doing a YouTube or stream or charging people for this. How come? Um, And, you know, one kind of met the other and I thought, hey, maybe this is something that uh, I should be looking into a little bit more. And I thought about it and I decided to do it.
0: Excellent. Yeah. This is something like I'm always telling coaches is to recognize that you are providing something of value And, Mm -hmm. you know, not to worry about charging something, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people will have, you know, imposter syndrome, right? When they first start off, it's like, no, it's okay. You are providing something value, but usually coaches have to wait until like, they're constantly being told it's like, wow, I can't believe you're not charging for this, but something else too, that I've noticed as well. And always Mm -hmm. like mentioning to people too, is that you know, one, you know, if you charge something, people will think it is more valuable, right? They're a little suspicious sometimes, right? If it's something is free and they're like, wow, how am I getting this? But on the other hand, as well as like, that's kind of the drawback of having something for free. A lot of the times is people will take it for granted or won't take it as seriously. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you could give, you know, this fantastic coaching session and you could say, anyone can sign up for free and come to it. And, you know, Lots of people sign up, but then a bunch of people don't show up when it actually happens. Or you could say, hey, you know, $25 to come to this coaching session. You may not have as many people show up or uh, sign up for it, but you know, everyone's going to show up there unless like something crazy happened because they've already kind of committed to it. And having that kind of upfront commitment in the form of, you know, having them pay for it just makes them, you know, that much more engaged and, you know, valuing that time so much more. So that's something like I'm always telling people I'm glad to see that you very quickly in your (laughs) short career moved over to that. Um, I am curious, like, did you put any thought into how you did your price points? Uh,
1: Yeah, I wanted to place it as low as possible so that it was affordable for most people. Uh, My goal with this really isn't to make money, become rich or anything like that. Uh, Like I said at the start, I really enjoy teaching people i really enjoy sharing my experience and getting that feeling of what you know when 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 the person gets it you know like you're explaining Mm -hmm. something and and they're like they get it i really really enjoy that so my price points were pretty much thinking about that Uh, i want to make so that most people can get it um while still being somewhat rewarded for my time so that i can do it as often as possible so yeah
0: very nice do you see yourself keeping this purely as a side job? Or is it something where if everything kind of lined up, you would prefer to do it full time? Oh,
1: I'd love to do this full time. And this would be fantastic. It's like, uh, it's like the, the, the cliche, you know, you do something you love and you won't work for the rest of your life kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something like that. Uh, it's very rewarding. And in a sense, also it gives me energy rather than takes energy from me in a yep. way. Uh, so uh, that aspect of it is is very interesting. I, I've been since I started like 20 days ago, 22 days ago, something like that. Um, yeah, 80 coaching sessions in in that time span. It's been <laughs> nonstop every single day, no weekends, no breaks, and I've been loving it. So yeah, I would absolutely love to do this full time and be able to maintain my 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 financial situation just by coaching. That would be great.
0: Awesome. Well, I have zero doubt that you'll be able to do it. Uh, everything you. is showing that like you're approaching this the right way. But uh, yeah, maybe we'll have you back on in six months or so and do a little check in, see how things are going. Would we'll love that. So now that we've kind of gotten a lot more about your background, um, mm. I always this is the part of the podcast where we try to like lean into you know knowledge that you can share with other coaches. Mm-hmm. um you know with the very short career like i think you've already given some fantastic advice that people can use especially for the coaches that are you know maybe just got into it or even the people that aren't considering themselves coaches but you know are hearing this and maybe like oh wow yeah no i really like helping people you know i love video games and are thinking about kind of jumping into this so what's you know maybe the most important piece of advice you could give to someone who is you know maybe you know, 33 days ago in your situation to get them, you know, kind of up and running and jumping into this?
1: Well, I think the the first piece of advice I will give is you got to realize if this is something you enjoy doing. Um, I think there are two ways you can start doing anything is either because you enjoy it, and it's kind of a a hobby passion kind of thing. Or it's because you're looking to make money off of it. Uh, And the two approaches are going to be very different, right? If you're looking to make money off of it, uh, you really want to be careful with your time, you don't want to accept 250 requests and (laughs) book yourself for a month and a half in advance. Uh, That's not a great approach. But if you're doing it, because it's just something you enjoy doing have a passion for the game or you have your passion for teaching either way uh, I think just give it a go you know go on a forum go on reddit go on on whatever game forum it is that you play and offer something for free you're for sure gonna get some traction some people and that's gonna really kind of cement um, any doubts that you might have had you know Uh, you're gonna be able to do it with strangers with unpredictable scenarios and that's really gonna give you a bit of a direction oh, this is something that i really am passionate about you know, and i to keep doing and want to pursue it a little bit more or it's going to you know say nope not for me i thought i liked it and mm-hmm. actually i don't and like i mentioned earlier if you're looking to do it as a as a financial uh, gain or or as a paid service then i think you have to have a bit more of a meticulous approach and choose more carefully how you spend your time maybe you want to try and grow the brand a little bit more work with platforms like coachify and get yourself out there rather than just coaching uh, which is a very mm, yeah very closed off thing right you're only in a 101 you're not getting a lot of exposure so uh, i would say that you gotta figure out which one of those two it is and go for for the approach that fits the best
0: great advice so you know if uh other people are looking at this, you know, they don't have a background in esports coaching. You know, do you have any advice with kind of translating their own personal non esports experience mm. into coaching? Um, that's a good question.
1: Mm, I think that coaching and teaching is general. Um, the goal is for the person to understand. So teaching it is only half of the way uh understanding it is the other half so you can tell someone and you can ne- you can explain something but if they don't get it the, there's no point right so i'd say that your main goal is to make sure that the person on the other side of the microphone on the other side of the table whatever it is is actually understanding what you're saying and one way that i do that personally and i found that that works for me is by giving a lot of examples, by giving a lot of different scenarios where um, a specific fundamental or a specific concept works in so that the the student can really visualize it, and then ask questions, um, ask questions that will can only be answered if they understood what you explained. Mm. So I don't like leaving a session and I don't leave a session until I know that they understood or I'm, you know, confident enough that they understood it Um, because otherwise, yeah, what's the point?
0: Absolutely. And you really want to like using that technique, you can really start to Mm -hmm. dive in and find out, you know, what the knowledge level is. And honestly, I think if you do that a time or two with a student, then they'll become more comfortable. A lot of people, you know, especially if they haven't gotten coaching before, you know, someone asks them, okay, so do you understand what I'm talking about? oh Mm -hmm. yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, And they don't, they, they very clearly don't, but if you kind of press them, then like, oh, well, you know, actually I was unsure about this part. And then that's Mm -hmm. when like the actual teaching or the understanding can come about. And so, yes, very, very powerful technique. I love it.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, and, and if I can build up using what you just said, um, I think that is even maybe an even greater way of starting uh, the session is by allowing the student to feel comfortable to talk. So maybe instead of you starting by explaining something, uh, you can start by asking the student something. So if it's a play on League of Legends, for example, you can say, hey, what do you think about this play? What what was your goal with it? What were you trying to do? Uh, And you allow them to... First of all, explain what they were trying to do if they knew. And a lot of the times they don't know because they're an autopilot. That happens so, so often, you know, people are just yep. autopiloting. And then they realize that they're an autopilot, but your question forces them to give an answer. So now they're thinking about the situation. And again, what you said, it gets them comfortable in this scenario and just talking to you uh, because you don't want to have a quiet session where he's again, like you said, yep, understood it, got it. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep. Okay, bye. That's not good
0: yep and so much of what you just said really kind of goes back to building that relationship with the student you know mm-hmm. even if you only have an hour hour and a half long session like it's so important to do that relationship building at the very beginning because then it makes it just so much easier for the down the line
1: yep absolutely for for everything uh during the session itself, and, and also, like I said, down the line, if they want to have future sessions, if they feel comfortable with you, and if they, they feel like they're learning, um, yeah, they're gonna come back. And regardless if you're looking to make money off of it or not, that's what you want, I assume.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. Have yeah. you had uh repeat lessons yet? Yeah, absolutely. I've had uh, I've had a few, yeah, awesome, always good. <laughs> Yeah, this is uh this is the business advice side of things uh, for mm-hmm. all of the current and aspiring coaches out there. It is much easier to give another lesson, to sell another lesson, to sell another service to an existing customer mm-hmm. than it is to find a new customer to sell into. So, take care of your students not just because it's, you know, the right thing to do, but also because like as long as you can find, you know, more value to bring them, you know, they will be happy to do that. And it'll make your life so much easier and make your business, if, you know, you're working on, you know, scaling it, especially if you want it to become your day job, Mm -hmm. you know, your primary focus, like it's going to go a long way to making that happen.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Take care of your students and also take care of your known students because they might become students later. One thing that, uh, I, I, yeah, you didn't ask a question, but I just want to mention it because, um, you mentioned earlier the cancelling of sessions if it's free. And that mm-hmm. has happened to me quite a few times. Yeah. Um, personally, I don't really get too frustrated with it, but I do know people that could. And just uh, yeah, another piece of advice that I think is valuable to me Um uh, don't let it show you know if it's something that frustrates you because they cancel last minute uh that is a person that might come back later if you just write a positive message about it hey man no problem it can happen drop me a message if you're on a reschedule we can make it uh we can make it the thing no worries um take care of your relationships current students especially but also potential students
0: yep that's the uh customer support side of you coming out i'm sure
1: a little bit yes just
0: a little that's funny because i i also used to work in uh the customer support facing roles for a tech company so okay 100% no we won't uh <laughs> dive too far down that tangent but yes That's another I, podcast yeah 100% okay well Leo this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us and being able to share everything, you know, that you've learned in this short journey and mm-hmm. everything that you brought into this journey which I am sure is going to be very successful. I cannot wait. I'm going to drop a reminder on my calendar for <laughs> 6 months to catch back up with you. In the meantime, you know, where can people find you online?
1: Uh, I think Discord is where I'm most active, so just .leo with three e's. Uh, the new Discord names are a little bit weird. Uh, <laughs> I'm also, of course, on Coachify, so Coachify.gg and at Leo just twenty. E, and uh, that's pretty much it. But um, always open for a message. You know, just let's talk.
0: Fantastic. We'll put those links in the show notes and have a good rest of the day.
1: Thank you so much, man. You too.